Hey there, neighbors. Welcome back to your friendly neighborhood comics, the podcast where we talk about comics that you can read with your library card. This month, we talked about Pulp by Ed Brubecker, the gritty gangster comic, which is available on Hoopla Digital with your Norfolk Public Library card. Yeah, man. So, Pulp. I mean, it was okay. pretty good. Yeah, so, so I suggested Pulp to you. Yeah. So this is this is us where we had each suggested reading. Right. Um so I'm gonna be bringing you or I had suggested pulp to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did suggest it. One, because it's short. It's always good. Right. It's, it's short. You've it's already only, hooked me. Right. It's short, yeah. it's telling one story, and it's it's a little dark and a little gritty at times. All things I like. Right. Um so let's set we could set the scene. Okay, pulp. set the scene. Right. So so pulp yeah, we're coming in on this Western story, uh, your classic Western, like... The Red name? River Kid. Right. Uh, kind of like the Billy kid. the Kid or something. Yeah, yeah, Billy the Kid, Bonnie Clyde, you're... Well, Bonnie Clyde's not exactly... Well, it's close enough. Yeah, but it's get a, the idea. set in the Wild West, and then we'll go into finding out that this is the story that an old man is submitting to a newspaper. And then we kind of go into delve more into the old man's past, as the times just ain't the same. Life's hard, and he's got to do something about it. Right, and like the present day in this book is what is like nineteen thirties America mm-hmm. in the just before the war, I think. Yeah, nineteen thirties. Yeah, so 1930s, yeah it would be probably be late thirties. Certainly before Pearl Harbor and all that. So yeah, we're seeing the rise of Nazi Germany, and there's rumblings about it in, you know, New York. Yep. All right. So yeah, I mean, this is a cool story. Uh, uh, done by Ed Brubeck. Uh, sorry, Ed Brubeck. You got this. Ed Brubecker. Baker. Brubecker. Ed Brubecker. All right. We'll go and uh, Sean Phillips. Uh, this creative team has done a lot of really cool books. Uh, one that I read back in the day was Incognito. And it was uh, kind of similar to this insofar as it was set in uh, the past. I think this was more like the 40s and the 50s. And it was kind of like the spirit, you know, so like an old-timey take on uh, superheroes. And it was actually a little similar to The Boys um, in some ways. Um, so, yeah, man, I thought this book was really good. Uh I'll give you some credit, man. This was actually a good suggestion. Yeah, it's one I just found going through Hoopla because it's fun to browse that catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, one, Ed Brubaker, I know he does, like you said, a lot of classics. Killer you stuff. see his name everywhere. Yeah. The art style right. is, um, I wouldn't say, it, I guess it's going for like a sort of realism, but it's dark. It reminds me of some of our, um, some of our darker DC comic reads. Okay. Um, definitely more of like some of the stuff we did for Image. Um, really heavy lines, uh, little splotches of color here and there. Um, so not not I guess more detailed line work, and not some more abstract on the color. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The colors are fairly muted. You know, they're keeping it all fairly tame. It looks like something that might have been printed in a newspaper or something back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. The the art style in which they recount the the Western stories looks a lot like something you'd see like in Prince Valiant or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so that old timey stuff, right? Mm. Yeah. So um, this this was a pretty good book. Um, I don't know any 
Any particular thoughts on it? Why is this germane? Why should people be reading this? If you like... I guess if you like... I, I want to say like the classic mob movies or uh-huh. criminal movies. Definitely. Um, If you like your westerns, you know, your mm-hmm. John Wayne fan, it really just explores those... Uh, oh, it really just explores those themes. Sorry. What I was thinking was Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Oh, okay. That's... With the storyline intro, oh coming yes, into, yeah, very much that where you have the the guy who's done his fair share of uh, illegal activities, but ultimately he's like, hey, I want I want I'm just tired of this. I just want to settle down. I don't want to bother nobody. His fair share of illegal activities, Brock. You sound like such a square. He was an outlaw, brother. Okay, flouting the law, being on wanted posters. He didn't want that life. He was just trying to homestead. They shouldn't have got it started, but turns out he was pretty good at it. Right. He didn't seek out that gangster life. That gangster life sought him out. Yeah. So, and what's, what happens to this man is, turns out the stories are real. That's right. He's not making up fiction. He's just telling them about his life and what he got into. Uh, but the story that unfolds in Pulp is going to be what happens when an outlaw Falls on hard times when he's trying to live on the right side of the law. So in some ways, it's it's kind of like Taken, you know? Liam Neeson, he's being dragged back into this, right? Um, or so the story wants us to believe. Right, right. It's yeah, kind of that, that classic uh, mm-hmm. trope of being pulled back into the, the seedy past life. Um, one of the things I liked about this book is it had some uh, themes that are, I think, relevant to uh, today's political landscape so it's touching on the rise of domestic fascism um touches on uh the devastation wrought by international pandemic so we see those themes and uh i think we wind up seeing some of those themes in our everyday life as well yeah in addition to that um kind of going along the lines of were those people in power or see what they want and they're just going to take it and disregard to whoever's in the caught in the middle and also it also explores human nature and the fact that there's some people who don't want to be good guys they just want an excuse to act out whatever they think is wrong uh, or whatever they feel like they want to do so this this book definitely brings sociopaths a, yeah that, there you that, go that's what we're going that's, that's the word we're looking for there's a word sociopaths. for it everyone um but yeah, this this book I, I liked it. It's got its unique sense of justice, mm-hmm. Old West style, um, frontier justice. But I do like the fact that they don't try and sugarcoat it, and they call it for what it is. You know, and so it's um, it was it was a really good read. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in some ways it it really reminds me of Breaking Bad. You know, this oh. old man living this kind of mild manner in life, and then he suddenly pulled back into it. Um, so one of the things that popped out to me and, uh, you know, I brought it up to you and I wanted to talk about it. So I don't want to criticize this book. Like, I don't want to point to this as the main offender, but there's this thing in comics where you'll see in dialogue bubbles, uh, words that are bolded and those bolded words are supposed to be emphasized. So like in a conversation, you're saying that word really hard and, uh, so I want to show you uh, a couple of examples of 
how this can work and how it doesn't work. All right, so we got this one panel up here, and so, and I quote, then that's where we'll go in from. All right, so that makes sense. The that's is bolded, okay, and it sounds natural to say it like that, I guess, like you're pointing to that. You, you can picture him pointing to it as he says it or something, okay? Right. All right, so let me do this next bubble for you, and please tell me how this makes sense. They do their money shipment every Wednesday, so on Monday night, there should be a lot of cash in there. Right, so that's how it would normally read by bold and italics. I, I have right. a feeling, kind of based again, we talked about some earlier conversations that happened in the book, it'd probably be more like, they do their money shipment every Wednesday. So on Monday night, there should be a lot of cash in there. So, Okay, you did the a lot well, but the money shipment part still sounded really weird. It does, which... Because it, 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 it makes it sound like it's a euphemism or something. They're doing their money shipment, you know, like air quotes or something. And again, that also just does not make sense. It does have to read it, though. What? I don't want to give away the story, but it makes sense. Now that I think about it, like, even if he's doing air quotes, it's just he's just not a good liar. Yeah, but see, even right there, though, that you could put it in quotes. And yeah. that's how you would express that. Again... But you might give something away. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. You're not wrong. Okay, okay. It's here. still a little weird. Here's another one. All right, I'm going to do the first line, and you do the... Wait, I think this is two people talking. It's two people. Yeah, okay. So let, let me do this one. Okay. How much you think? Hard to say. How much could you fit into a wooden box? See, like, why Why is that being so emphasized so, need, so hard? We need to, like, start adding more musical notes at that point. We just old the, add the old radio <laughs> drama. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> something, suspense, something suspenseful. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. It's <laughs> next week on Pulp. <laughs> We'll find out what they meant by a wooden box. <laughs> yeah. How much can you fit into a wooden box? Like, why is this? Emph and I'm sorry, Ed Brubecker, you're way more talented than me, and I'm sure this made sense when you were writing it, but it just comes out weird. And now I kind of want this as a whole entire old time you played. Let's just read the <laughs> script, throw some sound effects. Yeah. I, I think that would be great. Right. No copyright violations there. Not at all. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just do this as a radio play via podcast. No, I'm giving that, that's an idea. I don't want to violate any copyrights here. I just think <laughs> this would make really for a really fun radio play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this one was, uh, was pretty cool. Um, you know, one of the things that it mentioned that I always love is uh, it mentioned the Pinkerton detectives. So these guys are like old West mercenaries and stuff. And they're the progenitor to the FBI. Cause really they could cross state lines to go, serve frontier justice and all that stuff um so it's always cool to hear a mention of them they mentioned something um uh t men like t hyphen men you know mm -hmm. kind of like g men for government men uh so i looked that one up and it just meant treasury agents so agents from the u.s treasury department treasury department wants what's theirs yeah exactly yeah. so i don't know if you had caught that and you were curious about it but a little piece of history there for you. Oh yeah, no, I like it when they bring stuff up like like that. I think yeah. was it a John Wayne movie that had the Pinkertons like, oh, cool. chasing him down? Um, so they're a common like villain in the old West movies, chasing right. your heroic outlaws. Right, um, right. Yeah, no, no, no. There's definitely a lot of fun history there. And I, 
I, I do like how he handled that and approached it. He's never trying to say whether they were the good guys or the bad guys. He's like, well, well you know, we were. We, we existed. Yeah, they're then, uh, they mercenaries. Away from it. Oh, yeah. So, however, what they were. you know, that's the full... You can be a good mercenary, I guess. bad mercenary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is it? Like, good, neutral, and evil? Those are the D&D alignments, yeah. Right. So, yeah, you can be a mercenary, but fall anywhere on that spectrum, for sure. That's and, fair. Yeah, for sure there's going to be a lot of people who are just into beating people up. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, listeners, I hope you're going to check this one out. This is a good, quick read. I think it's only 70 pages. Yeah, so it's only uh, yeah. Yeah, like 78, but I mean, that includes both the covers and any yeah. extra art splash pages. Um, but yeah, especially if it's short and sweet. Normally we like to suggest you're getting the most for your read, but I think having one, one, it's a quick read, so you sit down, doesn't take a lot of your time, and it's a good, short, full read. Right. Uh, with plenty of action from start to finish. Yeah, not your uh, typical, like, superheroes and capes or anything like that. This is very grounded, gritty, realistic. Um, Yeah, if you're into this kind of stuff, you'd like more of his work. He's got a lot of books out there. It's the same creative team. He's got kind of almost his own niche. Um, Yeah, what other books might we recommend here? I mean, I mentioned Incognito. I think his other series is called Criminal. I mean, if you... Oh, yeah. That one's been on my list for a while. I need to actually read that. Yeah, I think we're going to um, have to go to that one after going through this. Yeah, because it, it makes me think of... I'm trying to think of some other ones. I mostly just think of other media, like if you liked Westerns, if you liked yeah, the old that like mob or heist movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely reminds me of that. It's got that, well, noir vibe, you know. If you like the, the movie word. Chinatown, man, you know, you'll dig this for sure. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, what are we going to come back? What are we going to talk about next time, man? So next time, we're going to stick with this whole gritty vibe. And, oh, uh, right. Trying to tell it like it is and keep it real with the Department of Truth. So we will be telling the truth on the department next time. Alright, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, guys.